Welcome to While the Kids Are in Bed podcast. My name's Rachel and I'm here with my bestie, Jordan. Um, And we are here, yeah, to talk about all things health, fitness, friendship, motherhood, all the fun things. Um, So, yeah, so we'll get started. We're going to introduce ourselves and tell you why um, you should listen and hopefully y'all will tune in. Um, if you are listening, be kind. If you're watching, <laughs> be kinder. <laughs> so, um, you know, since it's our first go at this, so we'll see. But um, yeah, why not? You know, we'll see. Yeah. So um, we know each other from Clemson University. We were just talking, and I said 11 years, but you reminded me that we met freshman year, so closer right. to 15 years. It's been a minute. Yeah, it's a long time. Yeah. Do you ever feel like when you meet somebody in college, you're like, oh, well, and you have friends that you've known in high school, and you're like, it almost like you feel like you diminish your relationship from your college friends because you're like, oh, I haven't known you as long as I don't know. I feel like I've talked about this with high school friends is that I feel like there are certain experiences that you go through with college friends where at a certain point in time, like the time doesn't matter. I mean, when you think about it, we've known each other longer than we've known our husbands. Oh, that's true. And that's obviously a different type of relationship, but it always gets me with like, yeah. You know, it just, I feel like there's certain things you go through that, I don't know, impact more than the time you've known each other. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, because college is, I mean, a crazy time. Like you're really growing up and doing a lot of, you know, a lot of different things. Gaining your independence, I feel like more than I ever did with my high school friends. And that's just because of that stage of life. Yeah, that's true. And like you said, when you can stay friends after college and you get to experience all the things like yes. the boyfriends, yes. the engagements, marrying yes. kids. It's like, and now, and now being a mom, I feel like it's so nice to have friendships that knew me before parenthood. Yeah. I feel like that just throws on a layer of like, am I always going to, I thought about with like my kids, like my kids are always going to know me as mom you know and that I don't know it just seems so weird and like old and not fun and so it's kind of I just always think about that about like I have a quarter of friends who knew me before I was mom Jordan you know yeah that's a good point we were actually in Clemson um the other day we were at the Publix and I was like these children are in the college (laughs) I was like this is insane and then, then, you know, we bought beer and Ben didn't get carded. And I was like, like you're ancient here. And so he's like, I still feel young. We're walking out of the parking lot and he's like, I still feel young. And I was like, yeah, I do too. Until I come here and then I'm an old mom mm-hmm. or I feel, I said, I yes. feel like an old mom. And I go, oh my yes. God, I'm a mom. <laughs> like I'm I had mom. to stop in the parking lot and I was like, but I am a mom. Like, I don't I just know. feel that I am one. It, it was really like, whoa. The best is when we have like uh, a couple of people at work 
who are younger than me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I tend to like group myself and with yes. them, like, yeah. oh yeah, when I was in college and you get this, let me know if I get this look of like, yeah, but like, we're not like, I feel like what they're thinking is like, we're not <laughs> in the itself. same age group. And I'm just like, oh yeah, like in college, just thinking that it was like a few years ago. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay. no, no, maybe well, it's um, mind, but yeah, yeah, no, we're ancient. Oh. We're ancient. So <sighs> you know, but we have words of wisdom to share because we're exactly. old. So exactly. that's, that's so what we're going to do. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so we met in Clemson. Um, I stayed in the area. So I'm outside of Greenville, South Carolina, um, got married. So I have a husband, Ben, we have a dog Porter. And then, um, like we said, I feel like I just had a baby, but she's about to be four months. So little Olivia, um, is with us now and she's asleep hopefully still in her crib <laughs> um, but yeah so that's it and then you moved to well back to North Carolina yes I um, grew up outside of Charlotte so we I ended up getting a job um, not really intending to go back home per se after after college um, but of all the areas I applied for just landed a job kind of close to home yeah. So it worked out because I met my now husband, Alex, and yeah. we have um, our dog, Roscoe, and two kids, a three and a half year old boy named Graham and a newly one year old girl named Scotty. Yay. Yeah. So we got, uh, we got little bits and medium size and toddlers <laughs> and bigger bits, all the little stages. So um, yeah. So we kind of just got together and figured wanting to share, you know, ideas like you're one of the most uh, motivated, regimented people I know when it comes Mm -hmm. to fitness and health. And so Mm -hmm. um, I figured, you know, this would be a great opportunity for us to kind of like share where we came from and why we're doing this and then just all of that fun stuff so for me yeah I um well how did you get into let me ask you first how did you get into like health and fitness like because you have like you definitely have a desire and like a a love for it so where Uh did that have you always had it where did that come from um that's a good question. So I, um, I am like you, I know you did as well. Um, I played, so I played sports growing up and kind of always had an active, somewhat mm-hmm. active lifestyle, I'd say. Um, now I played basketball and lacrosse, but wasn't, I mean, I didn't play super competitively. It was kind of just, um, my sister played those, my older sister played those sports and I kind of just mm-hmm. followed her lead yeah. Um, it wasn't, and, and, you know, kind of worked out for fun. Um, it really wasn't until later high school, but really I would say college that I kind of gravitated towards, um, like a more regimented, like cardio strength training, you know, yeah. you were my gym buddy. I yeah. felt like, you know, we were kind of accountability partners for, oh, do you want to go to the gym today and go to bike? And, um, I think it was actually our first, I mean, I might've done, I was thinking about this earlier. 
I probably, I mean, I might've done like a 5k or something, um, in high school, but I think it was the Cooper to bridge run was oh, yeah. you know, the 10 K was really our, like my first, mm-hmm. um, what I would consider like a real race. Yeah. And I kind of just fell in love with this concept of, um, being competitive and kind of like fostering that competitive spirit. Mm-hmm. You're obviously running with a bunch of people. It's not, it can be a solo, solo activity, but, um, you know, it was nice to have a running buddy, but it kind of became like a you versus you yeah, concept. And I loved that, you know, it became kind of a tradition, you know, over time where it was like the next year then we would be like, okay, well, what was our time yeah. last year? And I kind of just, you know, really began to love that I could compete with myself and, you know, you're running with all different ages and fitness levels. Um, and that kind of just spawned into, you know, a half marathons and, mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't really consider myself an avid runner, but I would say that that kind of like bird kind of, um, kind of where I went from there. I've kind of gotten more into through the years I've kind of gotten more into weight training. Yeah. And again, it kind of, I, I just love the idea of competing with myself and being able to know, okay, well, I did squats with this weight, this many reps last time. And, um, kind of just like seeing those changes evolve. Yeah. Um, I've always just felt better. I think it was probably college where I actually started noticing that like, I feel better mm-hmm. when I'm active you know, and just really kind of harboring into like how my body feels, um, on days of rest versus activity, um, and how to kind of fuel, fuel those days. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of where I would say it started from. I like that. I like that you talked about like competing with yourself because I think running is, can, you know, like it, it works best for the person that's like, you know, kind of having that competitive nature with themselves, like intrinsically, because it's like, because no one's going to know your time. Right. You know, right. But you. And I th- right. And I think because I wasn't like the best at the sports I played, you know, mm-hmm. like I kind of just fell in the middle yeah. of the back and didn't really love the sports. Um, you know, I love the people, but I always kind of felt a pressure to be better because, you know, you've got a team of people kind of depending on you. Yeah. Um, And I I just didn't even think about, you know, of course, when I think back on it, I'm like, could I have done like other sports in high school that would have been more, um, more of that concept. Um, But I had fun and learn, you know, I liked the sports I did enough and, um, yeah, it's just interesting to look back and kind of see like where, mm-hmm. um, where you started from. Yeah. You played, you played pretty competitive soccer, right? Yeah. I, w- I mean, now I look back, well, now what is offered, I'm like, what I did is like nothing, but I mean, yeah, I played soccer and basketball for, um, for as, I mean, soccer, since I was like itty bitty, same as you, the older kids, my brother played. So it was kind of just you know, of course you want to do what the older sibling does Mm -hmm. and then got into basketball. Um, and I'm kind of opposite of you where I loved the competitive nature Mm -hmm. of it. Like I loved that kind of feeling of winning and, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, so we did travel soccer, but I didn't, I knew I didn't want to play. I wasn't good enough to play 
college and I, I knew I didn't want to go to a smaller school. I want, I knew I wanted to go to Clemson. Um, and it was, you know, when you do competitive sports at a young age, you get, you know, you get burnt out on it. Just, you know, the constant mm-hmm. practice, the constant games, the constant, I mean, I loved it, but, you know, it was that bittersweet feeling of like, you're just mm-hmm. constantly doing it. So oh God, I was excited. Yeah. I was excited for a break coming to Clemson. I was excited for a break, but I remember kind of feeling lost because it was like yeah. that's I like in high school I was the soccer player like that's what I did mm. and it was part of my identity and I I think you know now where kids are getting so into these like sports like just it's like mm. okay like if they don't become a professional athlete like they're gonna have to go through a major identity crisis here to figure out yeah. who they are outside of that sport so I mean I was thankful that it wasn't like this huge thing because I, you know, I knew before Clemson, but um, so like us connecting and I guess you're the one that suggested we go for a run. I, I can't imagine, <laughs> it would be, but maybe it was, I don't know. I don't re- Do you remember? I don't remember. I kind of just figured, I don't yeah. remember you like serving as a major like I don't remember you having really opposing feelings about it so you must have been a willing participant yeah because I mean we we ran in soccer you know I remember like enjoying running but I remember not being very good at it like I was very slow Uh um so but us finding that you know that running partnership like you said and then going to fight like that really helped me find something outside of sports because like the only time I went to the gym, I think it was like my senior year and it was to get faster because we were at a mile for soccer. So I was like, I've got to, yeah. you know, keep up with the team. Yeah. Um, and I think I <laughs> maybe lifted some weights, maybe, but yeah. like, I really didn't get into weightlifting, you know, and I use that term loosely, but, you know, doing any kind of group fitness classes, any of that didn't happen until college. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And I, I, like, I think I, like you said, like, I just fell in love with the way it made me feel. Cause like sports was about the, like you said, the people and the competitiveness and I'm still competitive. I still love playing sports, but it then became like, oh, I feel really good when I run. And I like the mm-hmm. way my body feels and it feels like I did something and, you know, you sleep better and, you know, and of course college is a whole nother world where I'm like, well, thank God I worked out. Cause I mean, who knows yeah. what I would happen to my body if I did it, you know? So that's like the first time where I thought about it and that, you know, in that sense. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. And I kind of just fell it. I remember too, after college, like I, I want, I didn't, I try, I wanted to something like the why, but I, I couldn't afford it. I was, you know, college kid. Right. Right. And so it was Ben actually who helped me find a gym that was like a smaller version that had like the group fitness classes. And that's yeah. when I really fell in love with that sense of working out where you have the community of women, you know, like I was just talking to my mom today. She goes yes. to a bar class and she's like going and talking and chatting with the women out, you know, after class mm-hmm. is just as much of a wonderful thing as going, you know, yes. physical and mental. So that's when I kind of fell in love with group fitness. Um, and yeah, and just realized, and then the nutrition side of it, that came later because I, 
I've always struggled with my size and, but I've always been athletic and, you know, in sports. Mm -hmm. So then it wasn't till probably you and I like college, like really talking and realizing like the nutrition is the reason why I'm struggling with my weight. It's not like, I mean, I could work out more, but it wasn't about the workouts. It was about in college, it's about beer and pizza. And then, you know, after college, you know, so that, that didn't happen until much, much later. Um, Mm -hmm. that sense of like learning, because I mean, like you, I mean, I think that at the beginning, you just taught yourself based on Mm -hmm. research and, Mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. which is really overwhelming. Oh, it, it, and like you and I have said, you know, I feel like we read a lot and a lot of research mm-hmm. and some things will click as like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. And, you know, you'll talk to someone else and realize that like, not everyone, no, like yeah. it doesn't always click for them or that's not always what things that come second nature to me aren't second nature to someone else and then vice versa. Yeah. Um, and there's so much information out there. Mm -hmm. So, and some of it, I feel like I even would dispute, especially, you know, we could have an episode on like diets and things like that that are supposed to prove results. Um, so yeah, and, and kind of the whole nutrition thing, I feel like it happened for me, like very slowly, you know, like there'd be Mm -hmm. things that, you know, I look back on my, I don't want to say like journey to where I am because that makes it sound like overly dramatic but just the things that I learned along the way and yeah um you know you it doesn't always happen overnight and there's just like little pieces that you pick up along the way that you kind of instill yeah um in your habits but it's well yeah like you said I mean there's just the whole nutrition aspect is so hard yeah I mean there's too much to learn there's too much to learn. And if you grew up in a household where that wasn't the norm, like healthy eating, we both grew up in Southern homes where at least I know on my end, like, you know, I was the only one in my family that struggled with weight. So, I mean, it was kind of my problem because everybody else could eat Cheez-Its and be fine or have the self-control to not eat the Cheez-Its, you know? So again, like we'll get into all that. We celebrated. Yes. Yes. We celebrated the clean plate club yes yes oh yeah and it's what you got on your yeah yeah so I mean all those things that you know you talk about where it's like so if you if you didn't have it growing up not only do you have to teach yourself how to eat healthy what is healthy but then you also have to unlearn all these habits and stuff and so but for me like it is it's so overwhelming and I like saying I agree like it's kind of like you just have to start somewhere and then slowly mm-hmm. change, mm-hmm. you know, slowly make little steps here or there. And mm-hmm. then you'll, I mean, cause I was a, I mean, I was a fitness instructor and couldn't, I couldn't button my pants. Mm-hmm. I mean, I re- distinctly remember getting ready to go work and I like cannot fit in my pants. And, but I just taught a killer spin class I, 5.30 that morning. I was going to say, I, I think it's hard when you have an activity level like you do. I mean, you, also, yeah. you know, you played soccer so yeah. much that it's like to, to wrap your head around how much of nutrition goes into that. It's really hard, um, yeah. especially when you're dealing with, you know, 
a metabolism of a high schooler. And then as you're going to college, right. And as it happens to all of us, it changes. Yeah. Oh Um, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's a crazy thing. And so that's kind of where like this, this idea happened for me, Mm -hmm. for us to get on a podcast is because, um, well, I mean, I guess we should give some background, like neither one of us does this full time. So (laughs) it's kind of like a side gig, but you know, like I, you're making your career health and fitness. I will say that, well, that is trying to, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah. Hoping to, but that's the thing. I think it spurred from what we talked about. You know, I was an elementary Mm -hmm. school teacher. We did a weight loss challenge at work and I realized how much I loved helping people like, like just sharing knowledge just to share it and we did like little workouts in the gym after school and that's when I really realized like oh I like doing this like one-on-one like coaching and stuff like I I like the group fitness class but like you know like you can show up to the gym and do a class and then you can leave and eat pizza and drink Mm -hmm. beer like I was doing and not see any results and so it's like so to be able to kind of bridge the gap was like exciting for me um so that's how all that came to be and where I started realizing that I enjoy coaching and I enjoy helping people because I struggled so like what we talked about Mm -hmm. it's like if I'm struggling and I've done the research and I've now added certifications and stuff but I still struggle my god what are other people feel like Mm -hmm. if I'm like overwhelmed by all the different possibilities like Mm -hmm. I can only imagine what other people feel yeah um and so and I feel like for you like you love sharing ideas recipes like and you're you enjoy cooking like I really enjoy it I do so I mean you're I I say I enjoy it I don't I think I I don't think I do more reflection (laughs) (laughs) well it helps that you have a husband that's willing to to give you some nights off from cooking yeah um you know as we talked about Alex would be happy eating a bowl of cereal every night or ordering pizza yeah (laughs) and those are just two options that on occasion I'm fine with but right um yeah, yeah, my love for cooking has changed with kids a little bit, but I, I still wondering. really enjoy the process. Do you enjoy it in the moment when you're like, like tonight, like it's a long day after work, you've had, you know, you've had a sick toddler at home, you have your one-year-old at home, hmm. you're working, you know, part-time at the house. Do you still, and today might be a bad example because you have a sick kid, but do you still love it in that moment? <sighs> I, uh, it varies on the day. I would say my ideal cooking scenario is the kids have gone to bed. Mm -hmm. They're tucked away, snuggled, nice and tight. I don't even hear a murmur on the monitor. Yeah. I have a glass of wine. Yes. And there's no, I'm not bound by time. Yeah. It's just like, you know, Alex is great about it. You know, he's not, he never will tell you to ask when dinner is ready. It's usually the kids that I'm really trying to sit like today. Mm-hmm. I went to the gym at four 30 in the afternoon. So I knew they'd need to eat around five. So right. I was making dinner prior to that. And that doesn't always happen yeah. um, like that, but it was, I'm usually bound by time and that just adds another level of stress yeah. to it. 
I think that's um, me too. Yeah, I enjoy it like with a glass of wine, music playing, kind of no distractions, but that rarely happens. Yes. So then it's like, exactly. Well, do I love it anymore? Because exactly. <laughs> that's exactly. not the scenario. Most exactly. Times. So. Exactly. So do I love it? Yes. Um, you know, it's, it's a quest for like what the whole family will eat, what I have time for. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited for you for future episodes to share like your go-to, because you've got a lot of good go-to recipes. I, we yeah. eat the same thing. I mean, I can give you easy, simple stuff, but we are very creatures of habit. We've got, you know, instead of maybe 10, 15 recipes we just cycle through but for you to share that and then like you were talking about like kids where they're at the age like you've got a a toddler picky toddler maybe picky husband like you know because I I get that a lot from people you know like well I have to cook separate meals so I'm excited to get your take on that like later on how you navigate that yeah that I could I could talk for a long long time (laughs) on some of the stuff. I know we're just like touching the surface on some of these yeah. things, um, but there will be a lot more to come. Yeah. Um, I love it. I love it. So yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of us in a very small nutshell. Um, to be honest, I think we started the podcast more because we are now going to get to catch up with each other catch uh, up and talk I know weekly which is super exciting I feel like I need a glass of wine next time I, like, I thought about that thought <laughs> the about kids that. are in bed and we exactly. get to chat because we don't get to do that anymore especially with kids um so us to chat have fun connect but something you said to me a couple days ago I think we were talking about daycare you know canceling never open and you were t- we were talking about that but you mentioned you're talking to one of our other friends and you're like is this like, is everybody else okay? Or are we all just suffering in silence? And like, that was really profound to me because I feel like a lot of motherhood is is us suffering in silence. Like no one's talking about it. So you assume that you're the only one feeling that way. And then thank God I have you in our group of friends in our chat where I mean, y'all were talking me off the ledge just last night about a a diaper rash. You know, I mean, it's like, (laughs) you know, I mean, if I didn't have people to reach out to and ask questions, like, I just can't imagine how I would feel. And it is that like that sense of like you're suffering in silence, like, because you're not the only one that feels that way. I mean, ever, I don't think there's ever a situation where you might be the, the only one in motherhood that feels that way you know, so, but in the moment, it sure feels like that. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't take the time to reach out and it's hard because you don't want to complain, you don't want to be, you don't want to say it and then be like, oh, I'm the only one like you, that is a fear, right? (laughs) You know, where it's like, oh God, I'm going to say this and no one knows. I mean, I've said that to y'all plenty of times, like, oh, thank God, you know, y'all are my people. Thank God. That's the answer I needed you to say. (laughs) But, you know, I just think, so yeah, for me, being a new mom, I just, everything, like I tell you all the time, like people don't talk about this enough, like with pregnancy, people don't talk about this enough. Postpartum people don't talk about this enough. Like, it's just, you know, I feel like to kind of, I don't know, shed some light and make it okay to not be okay or okay to just, you know, 
get the frustrations out and whatever and for us to kind of share um you know our our takes on things and to share like yeah yeah yeah, and just to give a little bit so um you know share basically how we're handling life Life. (laughs) what it throws us you know motherhood but also too like because how we're trying to keep our health and our fitness at the forefront you know like Mm -hmm. taking care because that's the thing when you start taking care of little humans you start forgetting about yourself so trying mm, you know, if true. there's a balance trying to to find it you know I guess is mm-hmm. the the goal so always um, trying to find that balance yeah yeah I said that today I'm like I'm trying to find the perfect balance I don't know if it exists but I'm I'm trying <laughs> sometimes tears can be shed and yeah yeah thank goodness tomorrow's another day that's right that's right so, uh, but yeah, so that, that's what we're going to be talking about. Tune in to listen about, you know, food, share recipes, tips and tricks for holidays, travel with kids, um, all kinds of fun stuff ahead. So, but yeah, and so we're going to, we're going to wrap it up with sharing the thing, the one thing that we are loving right now. Yes. You want to go first? You want me to go? Oh, yeah, I can go first. Okay. Um, but first, can we just talk about the Stanley water bottle for a second? <laughs> yeah, I was just having what this conversation. What is it? What is it? I don't what know. What is it? I don't know. And if an influencer that's better than us has made it I don't. famous. I know when I was looking for the water bottle, I have this gem off of Amazon that's like $20. Mm-hmm. The Stanley mm-hmm. water bottle yes. spoke yes. to me and yes. they were all sold out. So I was like, well, forget yes. it. I mean, people swear they're like $50. People swear. And I, again, it's like, since I don't have one, maybe I'm really missing out on the secret. Because well, I do think the skinniness, because we just talked about this, like the yes. water bottle that fits in your cup holder is crucial, holder, but holds a large capacity. Yes. So I think the narrow base of a Stanley might be what seals There's the something deal. that it's got. So the pretty maybe, colors. <laughs> maybe that'll make it on my list eventually. Yeah, you have to test it out. <laughs> I know. Right now, so I have been on the hunt for the perfect water bottle. Like you yeah. said, I had a couple criteria need to fit in the cup holder I drank soda water um like naturally just get thirsty I had like a gallon jug yeah that I would turn around and it obviously is a little difficult to drink while I'm driving which with kids running around sometimes like the only time I get to sit down and actually like drink water is driving because everyone's buckled up like it's like I can eat (laughs) I can drink I can you know have a moment um they're restrained they're restrained. Yeah. Sometimes we sit in the garage and just, you know, <laughs> catch up on emails while they're restrained. Guilty. I've done um, it. <laughs> just, no. Anyways, I was going to put it on my Christmas list and I went to one of your favorite stores, Home Goods. Oh, and long behold, I found exactly I like what I was it. looking for. It has the, it's in the cup holder. This yeah. is 40 ounces. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I didn't want something too small where I have to fill it up all the time. Yeah. I want to be able to be in the car and it yep. keeps it somewhat cold. And just the fact that a water bottle can make me so happy. 
Um, Amen. It's just, I love it. I love what it. brand I love is it? Model. I, I, you know what? Oh, Mana, M-A-N-N-A, 40 yeah. ounces, XL Ranger tumbler in this lovely matte silver. I like I it. Also, you know, we'll yep. go with any outfit. And I just... <laughs> I love it. I did. I did yeah. kind of warp the straw. As I say, you're so. usually not a straw girl. I'm shocked by the straw. It it had to be a straw. I think with driving was really what yeah. I'm the with you. I like a line. straw. I like a straw, but yeah. I know you've said it's yeah. dirty, which you've you've opened my eyes to cleaning <laughs> yeah. my straw more. Well, because like, yeah. that's a good point. They are. Yeah, dirty. I do have some um, straw cleaners. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah that will see I use them mainly for the smoothies and we'll have to bust it out for this yeah no I I agree it should be done yeah, you want to be sanitary yeah so anyways this is what I'm loving I love it I can get behind a water bottle I agree I yeah. the one I have is from Amazon I love it mine I had to have a handle that was crucial for me um, oh why a handle because I, well, yours is a little bit slender, but the big, cause I'm with you, I wanted the 40 ounce. And so the bigger, the bottle, the heavier it is. And oh, so, okay, and right. the more insulated. So like I had a huge right. one, but it was so, I felt like I was lifting weights every time I lifted oh, up to my mouth. Yeah. And so I was well, like, and it was so big, I couldn't grip it. So well, when you start with a gallon water bottle, anything yeah. less than it feels like. I thought you'd have the gallon tonight. So for those watching, Jordan's going to bring her a gallon next week. So y'all can <laughs> see this <laughs> giant ass water bottle. Every time we went somewhere, it's always like, that water bottle is huge. I almost cussed earlier to say I was. <laughs> I was gonna ask you if we can cuss on this, so I'm glad. I'm glad you oh yeah, let it rip. You know, like okay. I told you, okay. you love me or hate me, this is who I am. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, so but yeah, so I can get behind a water bottle. Um, the okay. thing I'm Good. loving is not yeah. earth shattering, and it's probably past its uh, prime as far as um, trendy goes. But that's typical for me. I'm always a little behind. Uh, uh-huh. But mm-hmm. I have really been loving overnight oats. Um, yeah. Very un- underrated, I would say. Yeah, I I think I was worried about the texture for a long time. You know, oatmeal cold just really threw me. I was going to say, do you heat yours up? Or some people no. will heat it up in the morning. No, I, again, like I don't need that extra step. So talking to a friend, she's mm-hmm. like, oh, I mm-hmm. love them. She, she sent me, she bought me these cute little mason jars that come that have a spoon that attaches to them, which is adorable. So like you could take adorable. it on the go. Um, but yeah, I will, as you know, be, what do you put, what do you put in yours? Um, so I, well, I try to keep it really simple. Cause like, like for me, it's like, if it's not simple, I'm not going to do it. So I have stuck to, um, the oats, oat milk, uh, Greek yogurt, usually vanilla Greek yogurt to add a little flavor. Oh, I um, never added Greek yogurt to my Yeah, okay. a tablespoon of, maybe half a tablespoon of pure maple syrup. Um, okay. Chia seeds, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And then I let that sit. Mm-hmm. And then in the morning, mm-hmm. I top it with blueberries and granola or strawberries and granola. Oh, that. That's yeah. many more steps than I did. Um, yeah. That sounds really delicious. So yeah, I like it. And there's like one of my friends sent me a coffee one. There's a lot of different ones. I tried like four, but for me, it's like, if I can just keep the base the it's same nice. and then change yes. the toppings. Um, yes. 
but yeah, it took me a while. And then one of my friends, she was like, no, they really are good. And you know, like pray after pregnancy. And then if you're breastfeeding, you're just rabid. So I say it's good for, yeah. Oh, and well, and, well, and oats are good. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You told me that, which I didn't know. Um, so yeah, so I was just looking for something and you know, when you have a baby, the new baby, you're so tired all the time. So even though I was home, the idea of making breakfast was just beyond mm-hmm. me. Like I couldn't do it, but then I would be starving. So it was like, okay, you're either starving and then your milk supply is low. You're dehydrated. You can't feed your baby. You're exhausted or you can get your shit together and yeah, do something. Cause if it's pre-made, I'll grab it. So I, I love the meal prep. Yes. Yeah. And I don't love to do a ton of things beforehand, but this is good. Cause I don't love hot oatmeal. I never get the consistency, right? Mm-hmm. So the fact that, mm-hmm. so what I do, I just mm-hmm. line up my jars and bowls. Jars. I do, I do four, but I just put them in the counter and it's just like a little assembly line every Sunday night. A little, yeah. Put it in I and toss it. it. So yeah, so that's again probably not the trendiest thing. Um, it's probably right. I think it's course. a classic. Let's just say that it's a classic. Yeah, oats yeah. are classic. Yeah. So yeah, so the two things yeah we're loving are uh, a good water bottle. Everybody needs a good water bottle that's going to help you drink water yes. because, like yes. you said, like dehydration causes all kinds of stuff. So if you haven't found the water bottle that fits for you in your life find one today. Add it to your Christmas list. Yes. Yes. Oh, and or go to home goods and see what they have. Exactly. You never know. Might have to be a bargain shopper. And then uh <laughs> you know and then some overnight oats. So well um we will share some of the stuff in our show notes and the links we'll share your water bottle and some of our favorite um overnight oat recipes. That'll be good. Oh, I like that. Yeah we'll share good. that. So, but yeah, well, thanks for tuning in guys. And we will, we'll see you next week. Next week. While the kids are in bed podcast. Adios.